We want to welcome you to the Adventure Church Podcast. Today, Pastor CJ shares on praying specific prayers as we ask, seek, and knock. He encourages us to boldly go to Jesus with our burdens and cares, and not to allow our doubts and past hold us back. We hope you enjoy this message. Great to see some of you listening to to the thing, reading and reading your book and reading on book and putting it on uh, Snapchat or whatever how do you call that. Is that what you call it? What do you, what do you call it? Well, constant contact, I, computer, whatever. So I call it Snapchat. And I thank you for that. I pray it was seen to you. You know, the Bible says that, you know, overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. What do you fill your heart with? It's what your heart with is what's going to come out of you. And so I pray that you have an intake of the word of God. Thy word have I hidden. And so hide the word in the heart. You know, a lot of times people say to me, Pastor, I feel dehydrated and I feel spiritually dry. I feel spiritually. If you ever look at what does dehydrating mean? Dehydrating means uh, saturated, just completely dry, completely dead. Uh, when you dehydrate, means you lost body fluid. And you know, your body, or the people, your body is made up, your body is made up of 8% of water. And the rest is of bones and blood and tissues and all things. Can you imagine you and I are walking water balloons? Amen. If you if you don't walk, don't drink enough water, what happens is you physically hydrate. And what happens is then all of a sudden your skin gets dry, you're sticking to the roof of your mouth, you have a hard time talking, you have all these symptoms of dehydration. And you know, that's the same way spirit. The Bible says, if any man thirsty, let him come to me, and streams of living will flow from within him. And sometimes we wonder, why do I feel empty inside? Why do I feel stale? Why do I feel stagnant with relationship with God? Well, my question to you is, what are you intake? What you take in is going to come out. And if you're not taking in the word God, and if you're not praying, you're not doing these things, what happens is you shrivel up or you start dehydrating spiritually. And when he tries to come in like a flood, you're not able to raise up a standard against as you're dehydrating spiritually and when you're dehydrated spiritually you're weak you're fragile and you're vulnerable to the attacks of me but what keeps you sharp is being engaged with God every day I'm going to read I'm going to pray I'm going to seek the Lord and keep myself hydrated so that I can come against the wiles of me and so you wonder why maybe some of you are going through the motion saying you love but you don't sense his presence you know it's because maybe you have drifted away and if you drifted away what happens is the is if you drifted away and you start to stray. And when you start to stray, as God becomes a stranger to you. And when God becomes a stranger, you lose his presence, you lose his, pre- his voice, and all things start to happen, and you get what? You start dehydrating. You start dehydrating. And when you start to dehydrate, then, like again, you're vulnerable to the attacks of the enemy. I want you to take out your sermon today, and I'm excited about this word. Uh, something that God gave me. How many of you know that with every action, there's a reaction? Amen. Action, there's a reaction. And in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus is speaking there. I love it when Jesus is speaking, the words are read, because that's out of his mouth. Amen. That's out of his mouth. All the others is, I love the word of God. You know, that's all is inspired by God. Paul fired. You read the, the gospels. You read epistles. You see that Paul, who was the chief of sinners, was inspired by to write all these things. But when Jesus speaks, and it comes out of his mouth, man, I take heed to what he has to say. I mean, when I was a kid, growing, man, when my mom would say something to me, I would just blow it off because, you know, I was stronger than my mom, and when my mom would give me a spank, it didn't hurt. But when my dad, when my dad, yes, sir, you know why? Because he had authority behind him. He was strong. He was leader. He was the authoritative one. And so I would listen to his authority. You know what? When you hear the word of when Jesus speaks, 
We need to respond and take heed. What is my father, my spiritual father, saying to us? And here's what he's saying. Now watch this. He says, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open. Now I want that. Notice the first three words is what? Ask, seek, and knock, right? Take the first of each of those words. Ask starts with what? A, right? Starts with and knock starts with three letters together. What is it? Ask. Jesus wants you to ask. He wants you to ask. Can I ask you a question? Why is it so, are you so afraid to ask of anything of the Lord? Because you know why we're afraid to ask God? Because first of all, we feel worthy. We feel that I can't ask God because I've done this and that. I've done this in my life, and I'm not worthy to go to God. He's going to look at me, and he's going to see my sins, and he's going to see what I've done. He's going to make me feel bad, and I can't go to God. You know, that's a lie that the enemy wants you to believe, that you are not worthy enough to go. And so, therefore, what do you think you can go to God for because of what you've done? You think you can ask God. Why do you think you can ask God? You for anything. That's what the enemy would love you to believe. But Jesus says to ask. And then he says, for anyone who asks, receives. He says, you receive. When your kids come to you, a lot of times, you know what, they go out where they're coming. At first you start off saying, no, no, you can't use the car. No, 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 use the car. Luke 18, the persistent widow. She keeps coming and keeps coming. And finally, the king says, give her to you. She's wearing me out. And eventually, don't you do that as parents? Okay, take the keys. Get out of here. Get out of my hair. How many of you have ever done that before? You guys are a bunch of liars today. Have a great altar call. But, you know, the thing is, look, for anyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And the one who seeks, the door will be open. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, he says what? Will give him a stone. Or if you ask for a fish, will give him a snake. If you then, though you are, will know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those that ask? You see, we serve God who's not limited to time, place, or thing. We serve God who says, listen, I own a thousand cattle on a thousand hills. What he can do? At any time, he can butcher one of those cows for you. I serve a God who says the gold and the silver is mine, declares the Lord. And God is not a God of lack, but God is a God of plenty. And God, listen, you have not because you ask not. But so many times afraid to ask God because we allow our past those back from our future. A lot of times we can never go into our future. Our past is our anchor that's holding us back from our future. And we're reminded of our past. And who reminds you of your past? It's the enemy to remind you of your past, making you feel unworthy, feel not good enough that you can't go to God. But if the enemy reminds you of your past, you need to remind him of his future. You need to say, you can remind me of my past, but I'm going to remind you of your future. You are going to be my feet because God has given me all power and all authority. And I place you under my feet. Look at that. The devil's under my feet. I went to the enemy's camp and these. And, well, no. People are bold when they don't have the mic. Amen. But you see, he said, ask. Doesn't the Bible say in Hebrews, come boldly to the throne of grace to receive me? And help in our time of need. And see, boldly means to come with the confidence and assurance that God hears me, speaks to me, and responds to me. So God, I'm coming to you bold. Not pansy-wamsy, not afraid, not fearful. Because God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. He said, come to me as fear, but come to me as bold, confident. The Bible says in Proverbs 28, he said, the righteous are as bold as lions. 
Let me tell you something. Who's the righteous? It's you and it's I. So God says, listen, you come as, as lions. You see in Revelations chapter 5, verse 5, said the lion of the tribe of Judah. And when the lion of the tribe of Judah roars, everybody takes attention, right? You need to roar. You roar when the enemy tries to raise up its ugly head and he tries to stop, remind you of your past and tell you you're not worthy. You need to roar and say, enough is a, I don't receive that in Jesus' name. I'm getting mine. How many of you have forfeited the blessings that really God has for you? And then somebody else get them what you're supposed to got, and you get mad at the problem because they asked and you did God is not a God of respect person. He doesn't show favoritism, but he blesses those who seek, who find him, who knock, and who ask. And when you do, God is not a respecter. He'll answer. He said, you will receive what you ask for. But look, he says this, with every action, there is a reaction to the action. So every action, there's, an act, there's a reaction. And look at this. When you throw a rock on, there's a reaction with a splash. Isn't that right? Amen. The reaction to the makes a splash. Look at this. What Jesus is saying, if you want a reaction, then you have to do your part and ask. You can't expect God to react if you're not asking. You can't expect God waiting. He said, come to the throne. He said he makes intercession on behalf of you, but he only makes intercession on behalf of you. He goes to the Father and your prayer request. So think of it this way. Uh, can, can, Andy, come here, come here. Larry, come here a minute. Come here a minute, all right? Now, I'm going to put Larry on the spot because you know, you, you know why I'm you, you know why Larry on the spot? Because he wants to take me out fishing. Let me with a fish. All right, now here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'll do. I, here's me, okay? And I have situations in my, where'd you go, Larry? You're going to play, you're going to play for a minute, all right? Now, just act your age, and, act your age now, not your IQ, amen? All right, all right. That ain't very hey, good. <laughs> I didn't say you did. Now, but, but, but watch this. Here, here, here's me, all right? And I, I got my, all right? And I have situations in my life. I can do two things. I can hold on to them and blow up with every care and situation in my life till eventually I pop. Because you can only put in a balloon and what's going to happen? It's going to pop. And sometimes it happens to you. You why? You're so exhausted. You're so tired. You're wore out. You're ready to pop. You wonder why. Now get this. Get this. I want you to hear me. You wonder why you're always angry. You wonder why you're always snapped. You wonder why you're taking it out on your spouse. You wonder why you're taking it out on your kids. You wonder why you're always taking it out on your course. You wonder why you're always taking it out on your boss. Because you don't have outlet to get rid of what's inside of you. And you're ready to pop. Only outlet you know is getting mad. Because it gives you some release. Somebody say, ouch. It's true. And so what happens is we have an outlet. An outlet. God says he makes intercession on our behalf. Listen, my prayer, my situation in life, all the things that I I have two choices. I can hold on to them and pop, or I can say, Andy, man, I'm going through. You're Jesus, okay? Amen. Yeah, no, that's a lot of pressure. I'm going to give you more. But Jesus says to us, all your cares upon him. Anyone look at watch now. He says, come unto me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will do what? I will give you rest. How can you find rest? By casting cares on Jesus. Now watch this. And then I'll pay very close attention to Jesus, I say. All right? You're going to be my interpreter. Now watch this. Jesus, I'm a financial struggle. Jesus, man, my marriage is falling. Jesus, my kids are out of control. Jesus, I hate God. Jesus, I, I need a new, new, new situation in life. You see what I just did? I just now casted my care of Jesus. Guess what it just did for me? It relieved the pressure on this to now being able to be 
relieved of the, all the I had inside me. Now watch what he does. He makes intercession on behalf. He takes what I had and he gives it to God. Now watch this. Tell me what you said. I told you to remember. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> what did I just cast, Jesus? I asked. It's like hot potato here. Oh, your potato. Yeah. What did I uh, you said you don't like your what? You don't like your job. I just said I don't like. You don't like your life. <laughs> Scratch that one. Interpreting what you really said. I didn't say that. <laughs> Jesus, you tell the truth and the whole truth. Oh. Tell him Jesus what I said. Struggles. My kids are out of control. My job and my, my marriage is tough. He got, doesn't obey. Look at Jesus makes intercession on our behalf to the Father. Guess what? It, the, the, watch this. Check this out. A three stranded cord, not easily broken. Where two or three are gathered, there is in the midst. Two or three agree, it shall be. Guess what? I am agreeing with Jesus. I cast my cares on you. Jesus takes them to, guess what? You, Jesus, and God make majority. And if God's for you, who can be against you? You can cast all your cares on him. And you and, and Jesus, you just made the three in one. It's unleasedly broken. And the amen is spoken. Thank you, God. Amen. Do you see what I'm saying? Now watch this. Jesus, Jesus wants to ask. Jesus wants you to ask. And if you are walking around with pressure. Now watch this in James chapter, verse 2. Get this, get this. He says, you do not have. You do not have. And that happens with people. When you don't have, what do you do? You, I want it. I'm on whatever it costs. We take on jobs. We take on extra debt. Because we want it. I'm get it. And you take on that load. Whatever way you desire, get it. And then later you get that new car, and when that payment comes this month, you're like, ouch. Then you're robbing. He gets mad because you're paying Paul. Now he's mad because Paul got paid. But he said, look, watch this. Now watch this. You covet, but you can't get what you want. So what do you do? The thing you do is you get jealous or you covet what your neighbor has. And happens when you covet and get jealous of what your neighbor has, you get mad, you get upset, you get angry at them. You man, so you look at the window and say, what have they got in there? What did they get that boat? Man, they got a new car. Look, at they even got new shoes. Everything they do, you get jealous and you get mad about because you covet what they have. And it goes on. So you quarrel and you fight. You know what? How a lot of times what happens within this, there's three things that happens in marriage. The three major things that happen in marriage. Number one, it's over finances. The number one thing that causes pressures and fights in marriage is finances. You know what the second thing is? Is kissing. Lack of cating, not talking, not talking, not to doubt, not, not sharing with each other, not verbalizing, Sarah. So this is learning marriage class. Amen. You talk plenty for Alan. Amen. Amen. Hey, I, I kid you not, listen to this, you know, this is a sidetrack, so, so, so I hope this don't happen with you, okay? When I was pastoring in Colorado, this is no kidding, no kidding, in my, I, I was counseling this couple, and I was talking about community, and this lady got so mad, and I'm not kidding, she opened my door, so wham, put a hole in the wall that big, and she said, I'm going to tell you right now, I can't communicate with him, he's a loser. <laughs> and I said, and I'm marrying you? 
You know what I wanted to? I wanted to bury her, amen, and bury her, amen. But you see what, it's, so it's fine communication. And I hate to say this, young people, but the third thing is that kids play within the husband and the wife, and then they got struggle, and this, and dad said that, and then they have this. You're like big horned sheep that are ramming horns together. And then you wonder why you got headaches, and the excedrin's not But he says this, quarrel and you fight, because look at this. You do not have, because you do not ask God. You know where you can out of your problems? is going to God first. Listen to me. Don't let God or Jesus afterthought. What we a lot of times, God is our afterthought. Oh, well, I tried all this. I better try God now because this all didn't work. And how many times do we do that? This is our afterthought when he's a priority. That's why he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then what? All things shall be. What happens? I was saying this in the first service. Every service, you come to both services, I different things because God pours so much. So this is what you just heard. I didn't share in the first, but I'm going to share this, what I shared in the first service. If you ever notice in Adam and Eve, in Genesis chapter 3, you know what it's all about? It's all about centered. You take care of me, you scratch my back, and I'll scratch your back. It's all about me. It's all about I, 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 I. When you start walking in the, what's in the middle of the word sin? When you start walking in I, you start walking in sin. You start walking in sin. When it all becomes about you, you become in the I in sin. And when you start walking in sin, then that happens is I did it my way or I did it this way or I did it that. What's in the middle of the word pride? I. When you start walking in, you start walking in pride. And the Bible says pride goeth before the fall. And so many times we start walking in, we start walking and gravitating towards sin. We start walking in, I, well, look at me. I'm proud as a peacock. I'm NBC. And we're wanting our feathers and we're thinking I'm bad, I'm bad. You're saying, look at me. But all of that does, it leads to the road of sin. But you know what God wants you to be? He wants you to be in the middle of, and what is the letter in the middle of faith? I, God wants you or I to middle of faith. In the middle of faith means I'm going to trust you, God. I'm going to trust you, Lord. I'm going to come to you, and I'm going to ask because asking is an action step. And when I ask, there's a response, and that response is God returning by answering you. How many of you ever had this happen? You know that they're home and know they got their phone on them. My kids are the worst. I live with my son and I see him. His phone is like a dish, man, everywhere he goes. Well, why is it that every time I call my son or my other son, they never answer? <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I know they got their phone on. How many relate to what I'm saying? And we that. And you know what? God does the same to you. Some of you got your phone hold, and when God calls, you click the button and say, don't bother me. And the only time you want to bother God is when you're going to problem. That's not an even exchange. You can't just make withdrawals and not make deposits in with the Lord. You make deposits with God. You got to deposit in the Lord. How deposits. God, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to seek you. I'm going to love. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to obey you. As you do that, you are making deposits into the kingdom of God. And you do face a problem or a situation in your life. You make a withdrawal. Say, God, I come boldly to the throne of grace. Be in my situation. Lord, lift up my arms. I'm going 
stone, Lord God. You said you'll lift me up. You said you will not let me out of the muck and mire. You give me a firm foundation to stand. That's what you call a withdrawal. The deposits that you made, King of Kings, in the Lord of Lords. And God wants you to ask from the deposits you made in him. Somebody say amen. Ooh. He'll draw there. You read my notes? I love this lady. She, I, man, high five. Come on, high five. But true, you see what you said? With every action, there's a reaction. You draw near to God, and he's going to meet you. He's going to come close to you. What happened? Listen to this. Let's go further into that. How many more of the prodigal son? The Bible says he was down as luck, sir. Bless you. Thank you for being here. I don't know who you are, but bless you today. I mean that. I'm sorry you're a Viking fan, but I am. I really am. I really am. I really am. Uh, hey. I know. My, hey, I'm only playing. You see my wife Andrew's getting up. Amen. Whew. I'm in the dust today. But, but, but listen. Uh, watch this. Watch this. The prodigal son. I won't do it, baby. I won't do it. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Mama's going to die you a mockingbird. Amen. Now watch this. Watch this. Get this. Get this in your heart. We'll talk about Let's expound on that. The Bible says, this is so cool. When the prodigal left, and he left prideful for all the riches. His dad gave him the ring, the robe, all, the, everything he had, all, that, all the wealth. He inherited his inheritance from his father in advance. Robin, he got it all. Not only did he get it all, but he lost it all to a point that the Bible was in the pig pen, eating from the, the, the Bible. I love this, and it's under my line in my Bible. I have in my Bible where I under, Lord, may I never lose my senses. Because you know why? Listen to this. Wrong choices, wrong choices have consequences. And what happens, the proud son made a wrong choice, and he came back to his senses. And the Bible says he came to his senses. He said, man, I had it better with my father that he his manag. He packed up swine's food, and he took off on a journey that the Bible said his father seen him from I believe that God is a jar. And when he saw his son, he's a track star, he ran. He ran. He didn't mosey around. He said, my son, that is your daughter. I don't know this, but God is putting this up here right now. Your daughter is coming back. Your daughter is what this means. And I honestly don't know what this means. But your daughter is coming back. She's running. She's coming to her senses. And God is her free. Oh, man, I, I'm telling you, I just, oh, my Lord. I just, Spirit, Holy Spirit. Came back to her senses. Sing this with me real quick. God wants to do something. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. I almost want to take off here in a minute. Let me get my composure here because the Holy Spirit's in this building right now. I just, God bless you. I don't, man, I got a stay element here. Whew. Spirit Jan, Judy wants to, amen. And I tell you, thank you for being here. I tell you, I, I'm ready to come unglued here. Amen. I got to get through this because this, uh, uh, Philippians, this, this. Oh, wait a minute. Go back to, you can't uh, not a, or presume we must add, you just can't assume that God's going to jump in your boat. You just can't assume that God's going to come to your situation. When disciples were on the stormy sea, and they saw him as a ghost. They invited him in. There came still. You can't assume. you got to invite him. God is a, a gentleman, and he only by invitation. And when he came into their boat, the storm sided and became still. Don't assume that God's going to partner with God will only come in want him to. But he only comes in if you ask him. You have to ask him. You have to ask him. God, you in my boat. Your boat is your temple. Don't you know that you are a temple? Of, and God's spirit lives in you. And God says, listen, I live and move in you and have being. But you have to surrender it to me and have occupancy in you. Somebody say amen. In Philippians chapter 4. Oh, man, I just, whew, I feel like I'm in Mexico. Revival. I do. I, I'm looking so forward to going to Mexico. I love those. And the peace of God. Trans all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ. Why does he say in the verse, lead to verse 7, talks about casting your cares, your petitions, your worries, your concerns to God. I've known God now my whole life since I've been 18 and a half years old in an attempt to side, and that's how I turned my life when I laid there in Wind Drive, there on the shores of Lake Michigan, strung out on asset, I'll never forget this. On one side was the lake, on the other side was the golf course. And my friends picked me up, took me in the golf course and said, Johns, Johns, Johns. And they're slapping me back to my senses. Back to my senses. Since I'm 18 and a half years old, I've been coming. I'm telling you this from my heart now. To any of you, Charmaine, this goes to you today, sweetheart. I, I mean this, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to point you out, but God loves you. And I don't know anything about you. I promise you I don't. But your destiny is turning. Your situations are turning. Your situations of pain are over. God's bringing the mountain now. You are going to begin to soar. You know why? Because you have come back to your senses. So get ready for your rewards. Get ready for your victory, young lady. You came back to your senses, and your Abba, Father, is waiting for you. Man, I'll tell you. He says this, listen. I've noticed that when I was strung out in the duper alcoholic state, cocaine addiction, shooting, that I found that God loves me. He loves you. 
And I've learned to train my load to him. And because of that, I walk in peace. You see, I always say this, to know God, to know peace. No peace, no God. No God, no peace. No peace, no God. I found the peace in the midst of my storm. God says you cast, you ask, you see, and you knock, and I will deliver Peter. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admired, whatever is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Look at this. <laughs> this is so awesome. Verse 9. Whatever you have learned or received or heard. Three prints. Learned, received, or heard. Faith cometh by what? Hearing. By the word of God. You receive the word. The word have I hidden in thy heart. The word is inactive. Sharpened in The word is the seed. When you plant the seed, God may grow. You received it. You learned something today. Now receive it now. Now watch this. Or seen in me, Paul is saying. Now watch. Put it into practice. You see, faith without work, dead. You can have all the faith in the world, but if you don't put feet on faith and put it into practice, you know what? All you are is a park making a bunch of noise. But I choose to put into practice those things I've learned, received, and heard. I am a Christian, a mighty, mighty Christian. And Christian says, like, and I will be Christ-like. Romans 1 says, I'm not ashamed gospel. I'm not ashamed of who I am. I am proud of who I am. One. Big three, we, we, move, we can move from the last one, number three. Go to three. Reach is exactly that, a specific petition. Tell God exactly what you want. We pray particulars of our problems and our promises. Specifics, and I'm moving quickly because I want to. A specific prayer is prayer. Why specifics? Let me say to you if I say to you, the, Hey, Dan, I'm coming to your house. I'm coming to your house. I'll, Dan, I'm going to come to your house. I, I'm going to come to your house. Dan's going to be like, Yeah, I'm going to be like a Viking and turn purple when you come to my house. Amen. But Dan, I'm coming to your house on Friday, Friday night at 7 o'clock. I will be there with bells on. You know what that is? That's more specific. I'm serious. If I just say to your house, he's just going to take that lackadaisical. But if I'm specific, say the night, 7 o'clock, I will put the coffee on or tea for me, but you put the coffee. Let's have fun. That's a serious thing. I'm coming. Serious. You see, that's when God says, listen, when you are starting serious, Mark, you're, Mike, you're going to bend the ear of God because God, you touch God with out of the overflow of your heart, your mouth speaks. When God says that you're serious and it's coming from your heart, you're going to move God's ear. And you want to hear you move them by being serious. Just look at when you offer specific requests to God, God knows you're serious too. A specific is an opportunity for us to see God. At, when we see him respond to in specific ways, requests, or our faith grows. When you lay it out, what did Achan do? He laid out a fleece before God, right? When God made it dry, when it be wet, he still didn't believe God. He did it another time. He wanted to believe God. Man, we just got out of Christmas, and my girls gave us their Christmas list. And we did our best to do a lot of the gifts of that. And you know what was so cool? When they gave us the, the, their list of gifts, we had them under the tree. And one, when they opened them up, they were so excited. 
They were so excited. You know why? Because we got them exactly what they And that's the same with your God. When you are specific with God, it shows God moving on your behalf, and it edifies your faith that he did it before. He can do it again. He did it that way. Do it again. God will answer your prayers. Somebody say amen. amen. I remember when he, he got the whole world. In his hands, got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole world. His hand. I love this part. He's got me and little brother. And the list goes on. Why did I say that? Because label your in his hands. He's got you in his hands. In his hands, and are able to supply, help, defend you. Number three, real quick, as we close. Thank you, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, will you go into the song Fear? I'm no longer afraid. Watch this. Watch. Third, specific prayers, a lighter load. Why are you sway back donkeys today? We're like this. Well, we should be like this. I always say, the Bible says, look, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. He will keep you in perfect peace whose eyes and mind are on him. You know what? Listen, let me ask you something. We should be a bunch of stuck up. Not stuck up in the attitude of hearts, but stuck up looking up to Jesus. Because find this. When I look up, I see him. But when I look I start to frown. I frown. You say, why do you do that? Peter looked at Jesus. He was looking up, walking on water. But when he looked down, he started to sink. At times, what happens when we're looking down, that means a sign of defeat. And when you put your head down, it gives you the sign of defeat. And you make yourself vulnerable. to. When you walk with God, put your shoulders high, your head high. Say, listen, I'm more than a conqueror, not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit that's in me. And I'm going to cast my cares upon the Lord because he cares for me. And because he cares for me, he's going to make the load lighter. I quickly, but casting, we won't, you can verse Peter, 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting is an intense act of relocating an object. But I got to go here back to Philippians 4, verse 8. Watch this. Finally, sisters, get this. As we close, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is admirable, whatever is right, whatever is, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or pray, think about such things, whatever you have learned or received. Now watch this. You cannot have a negative mouth and expect a positive life. Prayers. Stop killing your prayers before they eat to take root. Believe and you will receive. I close with this. Why? That so many Christians come to the altars and they leave all problems and they give it to God, which we, we should. Good. That's what he wants you to do. But because now, like Adam and Eve, you get exposed. You do two things. Number one, you put it back on. Number two, you walk away and say, well, I'll believe it when I see it. If God really can answer my prayer, you know what you just did? You just killed seed. You just killed your seed. Well, God, thank you. 
I love you, Jesus. But I'll see. How many ever do that before? Jesus asked it on him. He doesn't say pick it back up. <laughs> Jesus wants us to sing this song. If you want fear, but God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind. A sound mind. We sing this song. I want the people to come and we're gonna pray. Moment close in prayer. But I'm gonna today ask. Every action has a reaction. But you will never receive a or a reaction. Don't ask. Liz, you got to ask and specific in your asking. He doesn't want you to be pansy. He doesn't want shotgun prayers. Wow! A bullet. Precise. Bullseye. Go ahead, Jeremiah. Let's sing this song. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Why don't you stand with me? Come on. Cause I am a child. Do you believe that today? God. Do you believe that? Cause I'm no longer Come on. to fear. Cause I am a child. That's you. Cause I'm no longer a slave to fear. Hey. I am a child of God. Come on. Cause I'm no longer a slave to fear. Cause I am a child of God. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's your cry. That's your war cry. Right through it, my fear drowned in perfect love. Yeah. You rescued me so I could stand and sing. I am Come a child of God. Come on, you, said, you split me so I could walk right through it. My fears were drowned in big love. You rescued me so I could stand and sing. I am a child of God. Come on, sing it. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. Now as we're standing, let's agree together for a moment as we end this 21 day of prayer. Father, to thank you and praise you for our government, for our country, for our president. We lift up all that administrative, Lord God, and all we have, Lord God. We thank our freedom. We thank you for all the veterans gone before us and fought for our freedom. We thank you for this wonderful 
Lord God, you say, if my people who are called by my name will humble and seek thy faith, then we will hear from heaven and you will heal our land. Father, today we seek your face, not your hand. Seek your face that, God, you will sweep over our country. Bring us, Lord God. Set the captive free. Speak to our president. Speak to evidence, Lord. Lord, all the way from Siren and all the living communities and all the governments, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name that you will solver these areas right now in Jesus' name. Lord, let's pray for our men now. Come on. Father God, I lift up our men. And men, we have our men for treating two weeks. If, if you can't come, we understand. We're sponsor someone. But we need to know how many men are going to come. So pick up today. Father God, just thank you for our men. Spirit, come and just touch them. Use them. We all have the same one gift we can all have. Father, Father God, help us to be for you. Help us to make you smile because, Lord, we listen to you. And we want to obey you and follow you. So, Lord, just bless these men in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As we're standing, we're already getting altars. As we're standing here today, if you need prayer, you have not because you ask not. Don't you fuck out of here without having God if you need prayer. Don't you dare and say, well, I'm going to fight this battle myself because the enemy don't fight fair. It's yourself. He comes 10 again. Isn't a fair fight. And if you need prayer, I want you to step out. Come on. I'm no longer afraid of fear. Fear will hold you from these altars today. And if you need prayer, I want you to step out. Come on, Jeremiah. If you need prayer, come on. Come on, altar. We need all my altar workers. To fear. Come on, you need prayer. I am child of God. Anyone else need faith? Because I'm no longer a slave to fear. Come on. Come on, honey. I am a child of God. Come on, Janet, right here. Because I'm no longer a slave to fear. Anyone prayer? I am a child of God. Glory. Because I'm no longer a slave to fear. Because I am a child of God. 